0: On Facebook Live now. Um, I do want to make an announcement. <clears throat> if you are part of our church family, and uh, you are part of our our email um, stuff, you will have seen an invitation from Wendy to create a Christmas greeting video with uh, COVID nineteen and. All the scary stuff, it, it's, it's more difficult now in, in, than I think it has been in the entire life of our church to be together, to be in community together, but we don't like that, and we want to be together, and we want to see each other's faces and hear each other's voices, so uh, we put together a plan to have you guys you know, take a video like this with your camera, with your phone. And say a quick uh, "Merry Christmas" from the Luberstats, and then uh, send that in, and we're going to put them all together so that uh, on Christmas Eve we'll launch that video, and and we may even you know come here and, and watch it together um, for those of us that uh, are willing to, and just enjoy each other and some community at at Christmas time. Um, so if that is something that you are interested in and you didn't get that email uh, shoot an email to info at omahavineyard.org and we will absolutely get you on we want to see your faces whether you are in town or you moved or you moved a long time ago and you still consider us your friends we can cons- we consider you family uh, we'd love to see from you and hear from you so um, let's do that together. So that'll be in a couple of weeks, uh, Christmas Eve. I, I get coffee on this little lid. That's why I'm sucking on that. Cause I love all the drips. Mm. So <clears throat> one of the things that, that I, I am finding myself, uh, I'm kind of like a slow, uh, starter, late bloomer, uh, emotionally, so it takes me a couple of weeks to kind of really get into the Christmas spirit, but I'm starting to um, get hungry for Christmas carols, k- Christmas songs. And <clears throat> I, I don't want to lead them here. That, I, don't, I, I think we'd lose everybody. I think the, the church would just close. Uh, Jesus is okay with my singing, but I don't know if anybody else is. Anyways, um, one of the the Christmas hymns that that, uh, I'm going to just pull uh, a little piece from is Joy to the World. And I know you guys are going to know it. You're going to be singing in your head. So, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Okay, so this next part is bolded and uh, underlined. Let every heart prepare him room. And then you can't hear you know, And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven, heaven and nature sing. Woo! Wasn't that fun? Okay, so <clears throat> let every heart prepare him room. What does that mean? What might it cost us to prepare room in our heart for Jesus the Lord? King. Now, last week we introduced the story of how Jesus the Messiah was born by looking at the Gospel of Matthew chapter 1, and each week in this Advent series we're uh, looking at a a primary character in that Christmas story. Um, Last week we focused on God as the uh, instigator whose will started uh, the Christmas story. Today we'll focus on Mary, the mother of Jesus. And in in some uh, in some ways, Mary was one of the probably not one. I, I you know theologically, you could argue, and let's let's do it. Let's 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 get together and discuss th- things. Mary was one of the first people to make room in her heart for Jesus. And she's spoken of as a courageous figure in the Christmas story. But when the, came, when the angel came to her, and we hear her yes to God's plan, could it be she is as nervous as we might be? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I, I ask you to come in this moment. And um, Lord, I pray that we are hearing your message. That um, it's not from me, but maybe just through me, uh, and that we would um, have our hearts touched by what you have to say to us this morning. Amen. Okay, I'm going to be reading today from Luke chapter 1, focusing on verses 26 through 38. So if you want to read with me, you're welcome to. Whether you've got an analog version like me, or you got a digital, let's go for it. Here we go. Luke chapter 1, verse starting at verse 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman! The Lord is with you! confused and disturbed. Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. "'Don't be afraid, Mary,' the angel told her, "'for you have found favor with God. "'You will conceive and give birth to a son, "'and you will name him Jesus. "'He will be very great and will be called "'the Son of the Most High. "'The Lord God will give him the throne "'of his ancestor David.' and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm still a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. So we're, just like last week, we're going to dig into that last verse, that uh, uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 30, we're going to just dig into it and um, um, unpack kind of that that idea about making room in our hearts and what, you know, looking at it from Mary's perspective, what, what kind of cost did that have? So, <laughs> in... Uh, in reading this, I, I almost I, I I can almost imagine Mary, like, dumbfounded, right, and shocked, and it's almost like an auto response, kind of like you know if you're in church and you sit down, stand up, and you and you repeat things, it, it, it's almost like that where she <laughs> where she says, uh, "I am the Lord's servant." Uh, uh, I don't know what I'm saying, but may everything you said about me come true. It's almost like uh, I don't know what else to do. I'm the Lord's servant. I, may everything you said come true. So <clears throat> it is interesting, though. So th- as soon as Mary is spoken to by the angel, her response is one of identity. And she doesn't say, I'm the Lord's daughter or I'm the Lord's beloved. She identifies herself as the Lord's servant. And in, in the Ephesians series, um, we we looked at, uh, uh, Paul was talking a lot about identity, right? And um, it, it, we, we did that, that list from just Ephesians chapter 1 of all the identities of those who follow Jesus. And in the context of Mary, I, I, I took out the ones that related to Jesus himself, um, as well as ones related that were only relevant to non-Jews. Because, again, in Ephesians, we're talking about Jews and about Gentiles and the oneness. So I'm going to read the identities that we would, that Ephesians chapter 1 listed out for those who follow Jesus. Holy, blessed, loved, chosen, without fault in his eyes free, forgiven, showered with kindness, all wisdom and understanding, saved by God. Now, these are all true based on our position of being the object of God's love and affection and saving. What Mary says is related to her response to the Lord. Mary identified herself as the Lord's servant. In the midst of this big responsibility and this frightening endeavor that the angel proclaims that's going to be Mary's life, She conveys herself as, in relation to the Lord, as uh, a servant, which, which means that she humbled herself, right? She's humble, she is submissive, and she's responsive. I am the Lord's servant. Let every heart prepare him room. He's the Lord. He's the king. That means I'm not on my throne of my life anymore. Or my heart. Right? The things that I... My life is not about I anymore. Interesting. Interesting. And then she goes into, may everything you have said about me come true. So after receiving the declaration of God, and notice that the father didn't ask her if she was willing. He just declares it through the angel. Mary shows why God chose her. Without skipping a beat, she's ready to risk it all. We learned last week, God's will is irresistible. He doesn't ask. He just declares. And some may say, that's not fair. And that may be true, but it doesn't change the fact that God proclaimed his purposes from long ago. She will have a son. And he will be named Jesus. And he will save his people from their sins. And then, as the angel said in Luke 1:37, the verse right before the one we're digging into, he says, for nothing is impossible with God. Or, as some uh, manuscripts and translations will put it, for the word of God will never fail. So in the the context of Mary, she agrees with and pledges herself to the risk of going all in with God's plan. And then the the, the final piece in Luke chapter 138, and then the angel left her. It's uh, not hard to risk when an angel is in the room Inspiring you with an otherworldly glow. Don't be afraid. This is great stuff. And it's all on your shoulders. <laughs> but when we leave that place, when we talk about like mountains and valleys, right? We leave that mountaintop, we go back down into the valley. We're left alone. That is where courage comes into play. That's where kind of the rubber beats the road, right? Let every heart prepare him room. And then we get into kind of real life scenarios. Well, then what? So Mary's alone with, left alone with God's declaration. And we know from the following verses in Luke 1, that uh, she goes to visit her relative Elizabeth that the angel had mentioned at the beginning. And so Elizabeth, uh, you know, greets Mary, and and she says this to Mary in, in Luke chapter 1, verse 45. Elizabeth, to Mary, you are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Let every heart prepare him room. Mary gets this, like dump truck load, like this tractor truck load of, you're going to have a son, and you're going to name him Jesus, and he's the the son of the Most High. He's holy. The Holy Spirit's going to come on you. What? What? And then think about how she going to explain this, right? How she's going to tell Joseph. Yep. Uh, let me tell you what happened. So an angel came to hmm. The Holy Spirit came on me, and the, this is holy. Hmm. I saw you. I saw you let that Ezekiel boy carry your your water jar. I think something fishy is going on around here. Does Joseph know about this? Or you're or <clears throat> you're at work. You're with buddies. And an opportunity presents itself. But that opportunity would mean that you take something that's not yours or you tell a lie to get ahead and you say no. I've made room in my heart for for King Jesus and in my heart he's telling me that's not the the right thing to do. I got to take a risk of going against the flow of this world. Uh, I, I found this quote from uh, one of my favorite contemporary uh, um, authors, contemporary, temporary author. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's get a little coffee going here. One of my favorite contemporary authors, Donald Miller. He, he, I saw this quote last week. Fear is a manipulative emotion that can trick us into living a boring life. Have you ever thought about how the opinions of others could keep you from an act of obedience that is waiting for you to say yes? When you find the Lord's favor like Mary did, And he declares that your life will be abundant and not boring. Let me encourage you to face your fears. Facing your fear is obedience to God. When the angel shows up to talk to Mary, one of the things he says to her is, Do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. (sighs) What's that? that? That uh, lyric from a song, it might be a a psalm too. If God is for us, who can be against us? Facing your fear increases your faith in God. Remember what, what Elizabeth said to Mary. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said. And facing your fear can set you free, free to obey, free to risk going all in with God's plan, free to trust God with your future. And like Mary says, may everything you've said about me come true. So let me ask you, what fears are you facing this season? Is it the virus? Is it the still pending election? Maybe your fear is relational or vocational or financial. Do you have fears related to uh, emotional, mental, or physical health? What is God declaring? In the midst of your fears? What is God declaring that sets off or uh, generates, creates fear? Will you face your fears and give them to God and let Him have them? Will you humble yourself and identify yourself as the Lord's servant? Will you put your trust in the Lord and believe that his favor is on you? Will it be said of you like Elizabeth said to Mary, "You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said." Letting letting our hearts prepare room for for Jesus means something's got to move out of the way because we are perfectly capable of letting Jesus into our heart off to the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus is cool. Yeah. But he's not on the throne of my heart. He's not the king. When when the angel came to Mary and and said, here's what God has for your life. She took the position of humility, humbleness. I am the Lord's servant. May everything you said about me come true. And then the angel left her alone with all that. And her her faith through this I don't know, bombshell? What do we want to call this? This is like crazy. This is life changing. No, this is all history changing. She believes what the Lord said he would do. Mm. And I'm sure, I'm sure, she seems like a really intelligent young lady, doesn't she? Um, how does this happen? I'm still a virgin. I mean, she went to she went to health class, okay? She knows how things happen. Birds and bees, she's got that down. She's got that figured out. Where's the, I'm not going to go into too many, too many details. She asks a question, the angel gives her an answer, and she's like, all right, I'm all in. I'm the Lord's servant. I am loose change in God's pocket. He can spend me any way he wants. That's faith. That's faith in the midst of fears. That's in the face of fears. Maybe you've never talked to God before. And you didn't know that you had found favor with him. Would you like to say yes to God? And his plan for your life this morning. Saying yes to God engages our risk for sure. But it isn't a boring life. Let's pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father. Lord, I sense that there are folks listening to this that are sensing you. And... Um, your call on their lives. And there's there's a battle for the throne of those hearts. God, I pray right now that your spirit would come. (laughs) Like, Like your Holy Spirit came on Mary. Lord, come on us and change us inside to make room in our heart for you, our king. Mm. Lord, may we take the risk to submit to you. May we choose to trust in you and what you're saying to us. Nothing is impossible with God. The word of God never fails. Hmm. Lord, hmm. may we, full of fear and trembling, say yes to you this morning. Maybe it's again. Maybe it's for the first time. Hmm. What What are you calling us to? That could impact all of history. Mm. We wanna be, yeah, we wanna be with you in what you are calling us to. We want to want what you want for our lives. May everything that you've said about me come true. In Jesus' name, amen. This is an exciting time. (laughs) This when we get to dive into this this story again and and see it again with fresh eyes and explore like real choices that people make that we can identify with. Let every heart prepare him room in heaven and nature, sing. why? Because when he reigns in our lives, we are more. We are more who we were created to be than we could ever be on our own. Alright, let me pronounce our blessing, and then we'll spend some time praying. Then the Lord said, tell the priest to bless the people with this special blessing. So who's this from? Well, the priest gets to deliver it, but who who initiated it? Yeah, and his will is irresistible. Then the Lord said, tell the priest to bless the people with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Whenever the priest bless the people in my name, I myself will bless them. That last little verse there, may the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Mary needed peace from the Lord when she found out what God's favor on her would mean, didn't she? So do we. So do you. So do I. What was that quote again? For my temporary favorite? Fear is a manipulative emotion that can trick us into living a boring life. Following God is not boring. It requires peace. His favor requires peace because he's about changing history. Mm. All right. Bless you as you go. Uh, For those of you that are um, desiring and want to either receive prayer or pray with and for others, we're going to do that um, right now. All right. So if if you're following us on uh, Zoom, put it in the chat. If you're following us on Facebook, put it in those chats. So I think we got people monitoring those things. If you're here with us, just shout them on out. And I think we can, we can. Um, oh, it's it's just is recording. All right. Well, that's good. I'm trying to manage too many things up here.